Uh, welcome to the Nerding Hour. I am your host today, the not so lovable Curtis, and my partner in crime today is the lovable small guy Andrew. So, quick rundown of why there's only two of us. We were originally going to do this Monday with a guest, and we did manage to get the basement cruise done. But all, but towards the end of the uh, recording, uh. Kincaid, who was with our guest, his Wi-Fi just dropped. So he he basically died and we couldn't do a nerding hour. We were planning to do this. He's dead to me. <laughs> we were planning to record this Monday, and it is now Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and so nobody else was available except for me and Andrew, so... Figured, why not give you a short little episode and introduce what we're calling, I guess, Lore Hour. Fuck yeah. So, I mean, heck yeah. <laughs> let's be real, we already gave warning. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it is as it implies for about an hour, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. We don't know, we'll see. We're going to go over lore of different games, different, just different lore pieces. And today, we decided, why not start with a Destiny lore? This is surprisingly brought up by Andrew. Yeah, dude. I Listen, Destiny, I like, I wish they would make a third one, but at the same time, I don't mind if they keep doing just DLCs for the second one, because they make some pretty damn good DLCs. They do. Like, Shadowkeep was kind of a disappointment, but Beyond Light yeah. brought it back. Yeah, once Beyond Light came back, all I fucking play is the Darkness uh, subclass. That's they actually just recently nerfed it in PvP. Alright, I'm done. I, I give up on Destiny. I don't even want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I'd rather it in PvP because Iron Banner was this week. And surprisingly, like I froze them like four times total in the span of like six games. But that's like the best. That's the best thing is when you can crash it, crash the servers, anarchy. <laughs> Anyways, today we're gonna be going over Savathun, bitch queen herself. <laughs> the I mean, the witch queen. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> So we know other people have obviously done this, but hey, why not throw our own twist? It's going to be a mess because, like we said, this is kind of a mini episode. We don't have Riley here, so there's no brain cells. <laughs> there is no one else. We have no brain cells. Yeah. What even is a brain cell? I That's don't know. for another topic for another episode. <laughs> Definitely more the basement crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how about we start? What do you got? Uh, I mean, obvious fact is uh, she is a sister to Oryx, the Taken King. Um, and I didn't know this before, but how the fuck do you say that? X-I-V-U? Arath. Zivu Arath. Zivu Rath. Yeah, that's how you say it. 
just cut cut that audio and then like <laughs> replace your voice to replace mine and make it sound like me just so that I got the answer right. Uh, but the God of War. <laughs> yeah, Ziva or at the Hive God of War. Yeah, I didn't know she was a sister to him. To uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, gonna be a, this is gonna be a mess. That's okay. This is, but oh well. So, like you said, obvious fact: Sabathun is Oryx's sister. And here, that's kind of what gets me excited because, what, outside of the darkness, and I mentioned this before, Oryx was like the m- most popular antagonist of the Destiny universe, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And he barely had any buildup. Oh yeah, no. Cl- closest thing we got to buildup of him was Crota. Mm-hmm. Before it hit, and he like, he made an impact. So with how much they're building up Sabathun, they they really need to like land this next DLC. Yeah, they do. Um, she made a pact with the Worms of Fundament. The what? Worms of Fundament. I don't know. Fundament, oh, no. a gas yeah, giant no. planet in an unknown star system. Birthplace Fundament. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'd... <laughs> so she made a pact with the worm gods? Is what you're saying? Yes. With the hive species and one of its chief gods having made a pact with the Worms of Fundament. One, okay, so one one thing that kind of caught me about her is she has influence on the solar system. Oh, yeah, no, she, she is very much influencing over the solar system right now. I, won- I wonder <clears throat> how that's going to play out, honestly. Like I said, she's been being like built up, and it was around <laughs> what a li- like a season or two after Shadow Keep came out that it really started to show. Mm-hmm. Like she was really affecting like the background stuff. Like a point I want to bring up: the uh, Kronosaur raid, the final boss Galeron. Uh huh. The crown was actually meant for Callus himself. But Callus was able to make a bather put on the crown instead. Mm. So okay. Galeron's crown was actually made by Savathun for Callus. Which okay. in the end drove him insane, but... Yeah, I mean, as long as you drive someone insane, that I, that's, I think that's okay. In my book. <laughs> Dude, I don't I don't like the fact that she influences the solar system. I, I don't like that. Gains power from deception and confusion to of those who seek to understand her unfathomable. Mm-hmm. God dude, I don't like her. I'm not excited for her, but I am excited for her. Yeah. 
this is that that's going to be a fun DLC. It is. Ikora Ray is coming back to be a big impact on the story, apparently, from what I've heard. From what Destiny, or not Destiny, Bungie has said. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> but she is wanting to be a necromancer, I should bring up. Because uh, Nakris, mm-hmm. the uh, necromancer from uh, the Strange Terrain strike on Mars. Yeah. Apparently... He was brought into Savathun's court by Savathun. So those two probably made some sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this website brings up a good point here. Uh, Savathun, I think, is actually jealous of us, basically. What does she have to be jealous of? I can't control the universe. She can. The fact that we can enter the pyramids. Oh, she's a bitch. (laughs) Because back in Season of Arrivals, I think is what it was. While we were going towards the uh, Silver Wing Tree on Io, uh, we got pulled into Savathun's court, basically. Okay. I don't remember that. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't doing it with with you, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I got that far. I don't know if you were playing when Season of Arrivals was the thing. Oh no, I wasn't. I'm yeah. thinking of a different thing. Yeah, no. Um. No, I've recently just gotten back into Destiny. Yeah. But uh, uh, from what I from what I'm seeing. Uh, she is a trickster. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. Because, uh, wasn't Oryx a trickster? No. No? No, Oryx was a straight-up fighter, I think, honestly. Straight-up fighter. Well, straight-up fighter is kind of a loose term. More of a, he didn't rely on tricks that often. Mm-hmm. The biggest one, obviously, being he took himself with the Taken Essence. Okay. At the end of the Taken King, before the raid came out, at the end of the campaign, when he like slammed the Taken Energy from his sword into his chest, mm-hmm. I think that, as far as I know of, is like the biggest amount of like trickery he did. And that's like a trick with a loose, loose ter- term to it. Mm-hmm. So the reason that she is known as a trickster is because of what she made Crota do. Would you like to explain what she made Crota do? So Crota and his sisters, the Death Singers, uh, they. She targeted Crota specifically. Basically, what she made Crota do was cut a hole into Oryx's throne world, which in turn led to a Vex invasion on the throne world and the sword logic, Mm -hmm. which led to a, a Vex mind being created, which by the looks of it is called Quira. 
Quira Blade Transform. Quira Blade Transform. Okay. Yeah. And because of this, Crota was actually exiled. And he was sent to the moon, which in turn brought us into the fight. Mm-hmm. So Savathun basically brought us into the war against Crota, which in turn led us to Oryx. Oof, that that bitch. So, like I said, she's affecting a lot of like the back background stuff. Yeah, yeah. And by taking out Oryx, we took out the competition of Savathun. Mm-hmm. Damn, she really has been. Uh, yeah. What? What? Fuck! What was? Brought up, not brought up. Built up. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, me no English. She's being, she has been built up and she's been doing stuff to us since basically the first DLC. So outside of the darkness, she is the most built up person, like I have said. Mm-hmm. Wow. Almost. All the years of destiny, basically, just short of all of them, like by a few months, actually. That's crazy, actually. Now that I think about it, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, uh, so Savathun, uh, took Riven, was like in control of Riven, basically. Or using Riven. Mm-hmm. And so, from what I'm reading, after the Battle of Saturn with the uh, Awoken, after he blew them out of the sky, mm-hmm. Oryx discovered the Dreaming City and discovered Riven and decided to take Riven. But because of Oryx's death, Savathun bonded with Riven. And Cade 6s death led to the death of Aldrin and then Riven. So. Okay. Honestly. So he took Riven. Yeah. Uh, How do you even take someone like that? Here's the thing. Have you seen the people Oryx has taken before? Not really, no. Oryx can take literally anybody. Huh. Get the fuck and out of here. He can't take me. We can I'm get taken. bread man. <laughs> Freaking. Uh, I don't think he could affect anybody that is under the light. Though. So. It's okay. Riven died. Yeah. Uh, he could stay dead for all I care. <laughs> Ooh. This is, a, this is a good one. Uh, she used a Cryptarch, actually. So. Loviana. Leviana? 
I think is how you pronounce it. We'll say it that way. If people get mad, oh well. Lavina? La- well, I don't know how to say that. You, you see why I'm having trouble? Lavinia? Lavina. We'll say Lavina. We'll say Lavina. So, Lavina was not accepted because she was doing research about the Nine. Mm-hmm. And when she entered the realm of the Nine, she was actually captured by Savathun a little bit after, by what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. It says that Lavina was killed and reborn somewhere else. So, honestly, I didn't even know this Lavina was actually a character. What? This bit, this, this person just died and was reborn somewhere else? Basically, yeah. Why? Just die. Die and stay dead. <laughs> Less people uh, I have to fight. Shaq's Savathun song? Ooh. He made a there's song? Actually, there's actually a few people. Why Shaq's? Here's the thing. He's not the only one that's been affected by it. In the latest season, Season of the Chosen, as of March 24th, 2021, Season of the Chosen, there is one other character that is singing it that is, to my knowledge, Crow. Crow? He hums it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. So there's a, few diff- there's a few different people that are affected by it. I'm going to fight him. And people say that for Shax, it may be that Ahamkaram skull by him mm-hmm. that has some influence over him. Okay. For Crow, it actually makes a little bit more sense in my head mm-hmm. because Aldrin was awoken and he also found Riven. That is true. I forgot about that. So it makes more connect, like connection sense. For Aldrin mm-hmm. to be affected by it, even as a crow. Mm-hmm. Because in his past life, he was still Aldrin. He was still Prince Aldrin. Yeah. So, it makes sense. In my head, at least. Yo. Got. Got. Fuck. I don't know how to say that. Where are you looking? Gahai Iran's Crown of Sorrow. Galaron. Galaron. That's why, what I brought up earlier. Why couldn't I say that? He's I'm... fat. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Galaron. Honestly, he's a big I, boy. I, I like him. He's a chunky. It's Riley in the Destiny universe. Why didn't I realize that? <laughs> Riley, why didn't you say you were in here? Wait a minute. Why did you become? become... Wait. He said he couldn't be here today. Galaron's coming back. Destiny 2 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> He's. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Yes. <laughs> Just so don't dumb. even think about it. Just yes. This is so dumb. What is? Freaking Riley in the Destiny <laughs> No, it's not. Hmm. But honestly, she put Savith- her eyes on Mars. Yeah, her eyes were everywhere, basically. Ew! Get your eyes out of everywhere. 
Why would you, why would you even want to put your eyes anywhere? That's kind of take over how, the universe. And season of the arrival, she was met, checking on everything. Was putting those everywhere. There was a way to destroy it, then, though. Which was an exotic, I think, ruinous effigy. Mm-hmm. Ruin. Wait, ruinous effigy. Yeah, I need to remember that one. Let me see. Uh, yeah, ruinous effigy. So it was a void, uh, trace rifle. Okay. Basically, basically, they were used to destroy the eyes of uh, Samson. Mm-hmm. That was the only weapon that could do it. Okay. Fifth trace rifle. I mean, for only being the game's fifth trace rifle, it's pretty badass. It's kind of meh. Well, it looks badass. Don't take that away from me. Okay, it looks badass. I will give you that. But there, there is one more... Uh, trace rifle, that's better. Name one. Divinity. Damn it. You know what? You got me on that. Do you Fair know what point. Divinity does? I don't know the charge up. But if, if so, it's the gun I'm thinking of, I do know what it is. If basically you hit the uh, target, it doesn't do much damage. But it makes a permanent critical spot. Ooh. So weapons like Xenophage that can't do any critical damage. Mm -hmm. If somebody else is using Divinity, it does crit damage. Oh, shit. Uh, Where do I get this weapon? Uh, From one of the raids. Damn it. What raid? Uh, Garden of Salvation, the hardest of the three raids, in my opinion. All right. When I get my PS4 or my PS5, we're doing this raid. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is going to be fun. You're going to help me on this raid because okay. you like helping people. Damn as, per, as per your gamer personality testing. last week. I was trying to deny it, but everybody's like, no. You can't deny that? Nah. I can't because I helped literally three people get their first Xenophage. Mm-hmm. I helped Kai, Donnell, and one of their friends uh, in OK, I think is his name get their uh, xenophage mm-hmm. because we I was helping them through garden with one of my friends and I just so happened to be the only person with xenophage okay <laughs> so <laughs> it went like so my friend Eater is his name he was using divinity so he has an excuse for not putting out a lot of damage mm-hmm. he was hitting about 200,000 with divinity Oh, shit. Here, here's the thing. Everybody else was hitting about 250, 150, 200,000. Like mm-hmm. that numbers. And I'm sitting there like, what can I do to like make these guys' loadouts better? And all of a sudden, they're like, holy shit, spider. And I'm like, what? I look, my damage because of Xenophage, 1 million in one damage face. Holy shit. 
That is why I wanted to get more people Xenophage so I wasn't the only one clocking out that much damage next time we do Garden. Mm -hmm. Because that final boss, get, like I get stuck on it because my fire team just can't push past it most of the time. I've only completed the raid three times, but I've done it like 15 and made it to the final boss every time. It's completing it is what's like screws everybody over. Garden of Salvation. Yeah. It's got one of my favorite settings for the raid. Because it's put in the Black Garden. Okay. Oh, damn. The Sanctified Mind. That guy's big. Yeah. Yo! No! <laughs> <laughs> so, here, you want to hear the bad thing? Hmm. You have to beat the raid to get the quest. Oh, you have to do stupid. a quest to get most of divinity. Then you have to complete the raid again to get divinity itself. No! No, no, no. I refuse. Okay. Uh, this is my next raid I'm going to do. Which one? The Garden of Salvation raid. Oof. Can I suggest one to you that is easier to get the handle and get back into raiding with? Yes. Deep Stone Crypt. Uh, what planet is that on? Uh, Europa. It's a new raid. Newest raid. On Europa? Okay. It's I'll have to look into that. Deep Stone Crypt, I think, is definitely top three raids for me. Who am I mostly fighting there? Vex? Fallen. Fallen? Okay. So, the reason it's top three is my favorite raid of all time is actually Wrath of the Machine. Believe it or not. Okay. I think I remember that one. Yeah, it was the final raid of Destiny for yeah. Rise of Iron DLC. I'm a sucker for Fallen. Like, Fallen raids. Fallen is my favorite enemy type. And Siva was my favorite Fallen type, so. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I preferred fighting the Cabal. Just because whenever I blew up their helmets, and like, <laughs> it had that decompression stuff, yeah. I always liked to imagine it just being like, their brains exploding. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little too violent. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> nah. Just enough. I don't know. Let's see. My second of all time, like, favorite raids, I think may have to go to Deepstone, believe it or not. Really? Just something about that raid is so much fun. And third, I'd have to give it to either Last Wish or Taken King. I mean, Taken King was pretty good. Yeah, Last Wish was just amazing as well, too. So. Yeah. Dude, I need to play Last Wish again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. If you don't get stupidly glitched on Queen's Walk. Mm -hmm. I love how this video's gone from like lore to talking about Destiny. I think that's just how it should be right now. Oh, dude, I could talk about Destiny for hours. Yeah, same here. I'd, Destiny's just a good game in general. 
like I the fact that people get so involved with it with all this lore and shit. Yeah. Like that just shows it's a good game. Yeah. Because it has like, an active fan base. Can I bring up a fact that makes me laugh when people say like Destiny's a bad game? What? Let, let's think about it. Bungie has made two very successful franchises in a row. They made Halo to begin with. Mm-hmm. Hugely successful. And they made Destiny. And it's still going. Mm-hmm. Like, it may not be big, but it's... Didn't, didn't Destiny 2 come out in like 2018, 2019? No, actually. No? What was it? 2017, I think. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Forsaken? 2017? Yeah, Destiny 2 initial August 28th, 2017. Yeah. It is four years old and it's still going. Well, that's just Destiny 2. Destiny as well. Like, we can't forget about that one. Yeah, you can't forget about that one. That one was back in like. 2014, 2014 is when that one launched. Yeah, 2014. Oh, these must be like... Oh, no, never mind. There it is. I know Rainbow is still kicking, and that's like... who? That game came out in 2015. Yeah. Like, Destiny may not have, like, the biggest amount of... Uh, fans, but it's got a very dedicated fan base. Yeah. So, one of my favorite games of all time is Destiny. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always, my favorite game of all time will always be Infamous 2. Until something above that. Like, the next DLC could easily make Destiny my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the sad, the sad thing. Hmm. Like, I may not get a lot of like love for this. Cyberpunk is a very underrated game. I could see that. Here's the thing: I just never paid attention to it. I didn't want to play it personally, mm-hmm. so I never wasted time looking into it. I think it's getting a lot more hate than it deserves. Yeah. Especially because they lost their server access to someone on the dark web. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> but uh, I, I, th- I think that was pretty good. Yeah. For our first lore episode. Short, but honestly, it was kind of thrown together. But Short but sweet kind of messy yeah Yeah. but what can you do with only two people to bounce off of especially when they have no brain cells yeah but honestly and if we did more research like a week before like originally our guest uh trent from uh the basement crew was going to be the guest here and he wanted to watch talk about watchdogs dude that would have been good but Unfortunately, we couldn't, and now it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. And this idea was kind of thrown together, like, 
Yeah, it was kind of thrown together last minute. Like what, two hours ago? Yeah. So this may not be like the most put together, but that's because we kind of had to like do something. Yeah. But, eh. Honestly, I find this fun, and if we want to do more research, like the Dark Souls lore, I would love to get into that. Bring our- oh fuck! Like I could get into Dark Souls lore all day. Like we can talk about it, and I think that would be like a perfect episode type to bring Kai in as a guest or something. Yes. So, if we want to do a lore video, we'll look at we'll look up the lore a little bit earlier. Pile up some notes. So yeah, I I think if 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 we did this research before two hours ago, I think the episode would have been a lot better. But and a lot we're, longer. We're doing yeah, we're doing what we can with what we have. Yeah, like we said, we don't have everybody, and us too, as stupid as we are and really good at bouncing off each other. We need to be a little bit more prepared with like research stuff like this. Yeah. But I had fun with the little stuff we had. I had hella fun. You know the funnest part? The shaved gorilla. <laughs> Listen, once you see the shaved gorilla, you can't unsee that. I'm telling you, if that motherfucker broke loose from a zoo, you won't ever find me anywhere near it. <laughs> If you want more context on why we're bringing up a shaped gorilla, look at the or go listen to the Basement Crew, the most recent episode with Trent. I think we should talk about for our next topic, like state of game, how it's going right now. Mm-hmm. And this is from the view of like a casual player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Casual gamer like me. I'm just joking. I'm not casual at all. No, you're not. <laughs> like, here, here's the thing. The most hardcore I've gotten with PvP is Iron Banner. I haven't. <laughs> I ever done. <laughs> I have not ever done uh, Trials of Osiris. I did. That bitch was. That was annoying. Fun. No, it it was fun. Yes, it was annoying, but it was fun. Like it was really well put together. I'd, I'd like to, but I've never found a team, so. Mm. Um, speaking of trials, um, hopefully they have everything worked out. I don't know what happened these last two times. But basically, back-to-back, back, they have to shut it down for maintenance or something. Hopefully their servers aren't getting hacked. I don't think it's that. It's that something was going on that would have screwed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Stasis, as I mentioned earlier, got nerfed, so that will make PvP a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're still good with Stasis, you can give people a freeze. But it's just a lot harder to do. Like, the Hunter's yeah. Shuriken, it doesn't track. It doesn't track as heavy anymore. Mm, damn it. It still tracks, it's just not to the extent of what it did. <clears throat> yeah. And as a person that plays a lot of Night Stalker in uh, PvP, mm-hmm. 
it, it helps a lot <laughs> that I don't have to worry about shurikens flying around a corner and then, like doing a ninety degree angle. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it felt like half the time. Yeah. No. Yeah, it felt like that a lot. Like you were sitting around a corner and a shuriken came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the worst things was the dust it was field. Like, it's like Hitman's suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, I think dust field grenade actually got nerfed too, believe it or not. No. It doesn't Please, pull you no. in. No. <laughs> pull you in is hard. You basically have to hit the person with the dust field grenade. Damn it. I'm not arguing. Damn it. Now I can't troll people. As somebody that didn't play with stasis as much as you probably did. I love stasis so much. I love the fact that it got nerfed because it basically just balanced the game a whole hell of a lot more for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that will make PvP a little bit more enjoyable. Like this last Iron Banner, uh, in the total of like six games, I got frozen like three or four times. I know. I just love. I love trolling people doing that. Yeah. I like yeah. to free. I like to freeze like only. So, in PvP, what I'd love to do is I'd like to freeze people, like one person. I'd only yeah. do it. I'd only freeze them. <laughs> So I I would like fuck around with all with so many people. You're a dick. <laughs> That's how hardcore I am with my gaming. Is I I like to troll a lot of people too. Yeah. While well, also being like hardcore. That just sounds like pure cheese. Call it what you want. I love fucking with people. You cannot tell me you don't feel better after you fucked with someone in a lobby. Here's the thing. The only people <laughs> that will ever do that, and this is the majority of the uh, player base right now, the Fell Winter Lie users. Mm. Dude, Fell Winters is just too much. Yeah. Like, I... I understand why they brought it back, but at the same time, why? Like, why would here's you do me like that, Bungie? They brought it back, and it was just stacked to be the best shotgun in PvP, basically. You know, that's another package. thing I liked fucking with people with. Yeah. There was shot package, slideways, <laughs> vorpal weapon, or open shot. They basically set everybody up to be a shotgun main in Destiny. (laughs) And I hate it because I'm a sniper user, a heavy sniper user. Mm -hmm. Until recently, where I started using Thor and a pulse rifle, actually. I think what I use the most in, other than my stasis to fuck with people, I use a lot of sub submachine guns. Oh, yeah. Like, I was thinking about messing with the uh, Huckleberry, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I have the Catalyst, too. Like, what? Oh, man, what one do I have? Let me, let me, let me look this shit up. Because there's, like, this OP one that I use. Uh, it's an exotic. Me, can I suggest something to you? Hmm. 
uh, go into a new tab and search up uh, Destiny Item Manager. It's really useful. I use it all the time. It helps me like switch around like my gr uh, not grenade my gear onto another character mm -hmm. really quickly if I want to. The Risk Runner. Ooh, that one's a I, pretty good one, actually. Yeah, I have, I have. Yeah, I have Risk Runner. But my main loadout for my hunter in PvP is uh, Thorn, and a pulse rifle called the Thern, the Third Axiom. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> funny thing is, these perks are not like really good for. Uh, PvP, but the archetype of a, a pulse rifle is really good. It's a 390 RPM and a 29 impact. Ooh. Uh, I personally love it because I can hit people at a further distance, and it's got dragonfly and hip fire. So if they get close, I can fire from the hip. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Dragonfly, if there's like a bunch of them, I get really... If I get one, I can go through the whole group pretty quickly. Another submachine gun that I really like to mess around with is a raid exotic called a Teraba. Ooh. So what, one, what, what is that? So Teraba has a perk called a Ravenous Beast. Okay. This, pieces, okay. this weapon stores up power when dealing or receiving damage. And then I press and hold my reload button to release the beast, as it says. This weapon, if you can get Ravenous Beast, will destroy multiple Guardians with one clip. Or magazine, whatever you want to call it. What the f What? Oh... My god. Yeah. Like, it's not okay. How many shots does it hold? 30. 30? I've gotten oh, triple kills god. with this thing. Its damage is increased. Its handling is increased. Its, its stability is off. Like, it's bad, but it's enough to control. Mm -hmm. And its, re its reload speed is increased. So, you go through the 30 rounds extremely quick. That's another thing. The fire rate is increased as well. What? Its fire rate is increased. Its damage is increased. Its recoil is like super like jerky, but kind of have to do something to it. Mm -hmm. Every upside, you have to do the downside. But here's the thing. The savability, even with Ravenous Beast, is super easy to control. I love going into Crucible with my Hunter or Titan. With uh, Teraba, specifically my Titan, because I have higher resilience with him, mm -hmm. as you should with a Titan. Yeah, and I just run around with Teraba, <laughs> like, and <laughs> just just annihilate. Jesus, yeah. Uh... <laughs> trying to find my weapon. Ah. I well, 
my loadout, I normally so don't don't be mad at me, but I normally use a submachine gun, a sword, and Bell Winters. Uh an assault rifle. I just can't think of my assault rifle I have. Is it on your character at the moment? Uh yes. Did you go into Destiny Item Manager? Uh, I'm doing that right now. Okay. Destiny Item Manager. It's there called Dim for short. You're a Dim. <laughs> yes, I am. It's gonna have you like sign in with the uh, account on uh, Bungie, basically, but. Ah, I am Geralt Rivia. <laughs> Keep forgetting that's what your uh, Xbox name is. Okay, so the sword I have is the Temptations Hook Sword. Okay. And then I have... Where is the gun? Non-hunger. Trying to think of possible lot of rifles. Destiny two. Manage. Not bad. Fuck. Inventory. Fuck. There we go. There's the flavor. Okay, it's the Mita multi tool. Ooh. Okay, so it was a kinetic uh, assault rifle you're going for. Yeah. So, uh, I also have a uh, uh, pulse rifle from the uh, Garden raid mm -hmm. called Sacred Provenance. Okay. Uh,. You want to hear the perks that this thing has? And this is one of my best pulse rifle for my Titan. God damn. It's got arrowhead brake, so increases recoil control and handling speed. Mm -hmm. I have light mag, increases reload speed and it slightly increases range. Full auto trigger system. So this pulse rifle's full auto. Four Four round burst, full auto. <laughs> but that's not the best part. The best part is the second perk. Kill clip. Kill clip. What does that do? You kill somebody, and if you reload after a kill, it increases the damage you do. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I kill somebody super fast, because this thing will three burst somebody. I reload it and then go back in and I could two burst somebody. Huh. Huh. Like Get out of here. It's one of my favorite weapons to mess around with. Uh-huh. So the few guns that I think I'm going to mess around with later when I hop on 
mm-hmm. is going to be sacred provenance on my hunter. See how that does because I only use sacred provenance on my titan. I want to see how it is on my hunter. So my main character. Mm-hmm. I want to use Huckleberry. And maybe either my bottom dollar or Salvage Salvo. Bottom dollar is good. Yeah. My role has Feeding Frenzy and Rampage. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, Dead Man's Tail. Like, can we talk about that one for a minute? Fuck yeah. So, I mean, heck yeah. I got the catalyst done for Dead Man's. Mm-hmm. The catalyst basically makes it where uh, hip firing is more effective than actually aiming down sights. Okay. Because you can aim down sights and it'd be normal. But if you don't aim down sights with Dead Man's Tail Catalyst, it takes away the penalty. Basically, hip firing is the same as aiming down sights. What? No. Yeah. And then it also fires faster from the hip. So it's more effective to use it from the hip. I mean, I can see that, yeah. With what type of weapon it is. Yeah. That's kind of ironic. Well, with it being a repeater, I don't see it as ironic. I see it as it's fitting. Yeah. It's basically... If we call the last word the big iron, Dead Man's Tale yeah. is the big iron. Yeah. Oh, I was talking to... Uh, who was I talking to? I think it was Riley. I was talking to him about, uh, like, imagine the catalyst for uh, Thorn. Because Thorn's already really good. It's a 140. Isn't the that the hand cannon? Yeah. Okay. So it's a 140 hand cannon. It's the fastest fire rate hand cannon in the game right now. Mm-hmm. It's got an 84 impact. It's a really high impact 140, which makes it really good. Mm-hmm. And if you can get the uh, perk, basically, you kill somebody and pick up the uh, little glowing orb that it drops, you get a Mark of the Devourer or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, and it reloads two rounds, but it increases your damage and the burn of all it does from one tick for the poison to seven tick per bullet. That's not, that's not, in, not seven per bullet, seven per tick of the poison. Mm-hmm. That's not including the damage to the regular rounds it does. God damn. Well, I, I need to get this weapon. Yeah, it's in the uh, exotic kiosk. The exotic kiosk. Okay. Uh, I still haven't figured out how to use that thing. So you need to get the proper materials to get an exotic from it. Got it. And the one exotic that I'm going for right now, it was actually the only raid exotic I didn't pick up. Before the actual raid went away, mm-hmm. uh, anarchy. Oof. And anarchy is just such a good weapon for raids, and I do raids a lot with people lately. Mm-hmm. 
that anarchy is just something I need to get. I mean, it's all you'd want in a grenade launcher. Yeah. Like, I need 240 uh, spoils of conquest. I have 175. Oof. Oof, that's not much more. No, I actually could have had it done if I didn't spend my spoils unknowingly on the chest at the end of a uh, deep stone mm. because you have to spend like 20 spoils to pick up a new rolled weapon from the end chest. And I didn't realize that I did that for yeah. about three runs. I could have had it close to done if not done by now. No, I think it would have been close to done, but not done, but mm. same difference. Because I think you got like forty from uh, Etron mm-hmm. of uh, Deepstone. Yeah. So it sucks, but oh well. I'm trying to raid soon, so maybe I'll hop online later. See who's online. Mm-hmm. Damn! Like, I wish I, I wish I had my PlayStation. Yeah, because here's the thing: I've also got to take. Uh, Donnell and uh, Kai Furid. Mm. And Anoke, I think, is going to become along. So I've got to. I've basically got to teach four people, more or less, if they're going to bring somebody else into the Deep Stone. Yeah, four, four would be a good number. Six would be the best number. Yes. So there's going to be me. Donnell, Kai, and okay. At some point, you, and I think at some point, Riley. So that'd be a full raid team right there. Yeah. So if you get your PlayStation and we play again, it'd be really nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm looking into investing into a PlayStation again. Yeah. Honestly, the state of the game right now for a casual player... Really good, in my opinion. Like, somebody that doesn't go really hardcore as much as, like, YouTubers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's really good right now for a casual player. All right. The best best has been for a while, in my opinion. What, What say you? Yeah. All right. I, I'm, I'm... I'm get, I'm I'm getting a PlayStation. <laughs> so you can raid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that you have somebody that was actually willing to teach you. Now that I, now that I don't have fuckwits, yes. Basically, you have me, Evan, you at Evan to teach you, but yeah. Oh well, I'll shit on you, but sad sad. I mean, uh, sad just try love. to keep away from the face. Oof. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that took a dark I, I, turn. I think we should call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was the short episode this week. And honestly, we went over Sabathun a little bit and what to expect, in my opinion, for the DLC mm-hmm. of her being built up. Because I write stories, so I love to have, I love seeing like built-up villains. 
we went over a few other things, like uh, state, of, state of the game right now for casual players. And uh, Shade Gorilla was thrown in there somewhere. Was because it? I don't we remember. Can't, we, can't, we can't unsee Shade Gorilla. No, you can't. Listen, if you... To all the people who listen to this podcast, uh, if you ever see a shaved gorilla, do not try and give it a banana. Don't try and be nice with it. It'll rip your fucking face off. It, it is it is just terrifying to look at. You know, a second place, like, really terrifying thing to look at is this uh, gorilla, like, the top part of it is a gorilla. It's holding a spear, and the bottom part is an elephant. <laughs> like, that is a terrifying contender as well. That too, yes. <laughs> now, if you see some like, shade gorilla walking on two feet at you, run away. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I, listen. You will never catch me near a gorilla that has escaped from the zoo, shaved or not, because I know what's under that that hair. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening in. This has been basically the brainless lore hour. I was your host, Curtis, the not-so-lovable guy, and my assistant today was... Listen, that gorilla could probably rip off your arms, but oh my God. I am your lovable... <laughs> Small guy, Andrew. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Bye.